Welcome to Applying Pressure. Applying Pressure is brought to you by The Final Piece, LLC. Here on Applying Pressure, we aim to educate our listeners, giving you information to help you graduate from just going through life to glowing through it. Pressure creates diamonds, so apply that pressure for your sparkling ending. Hey, I'm Alicia the CEO and founder of The Final Piece LLC and your host here on Applying Pressure. Today, we are going to discuss a confrontational topic. Well, I don't want to really say it's confrontational, but we're going to talk about struggle love. That toxic back and forth or the situationship or the tit for tat type of deal. We're going to dive into that. I know lately we've been talking about healing and going through and glowing up, but I think that it's important to discuss the idea behind struggle love. Society teaches us in certain cultures, embrace holding somebody down regardless to what they go through. Let's dispel the myth. Why do I have to hold you down? Why? Do I have to ride or die? Why do I have to hold the pack while you moving to work? Like, let's be real, y'all. Let's be transparent in this moment. I want you to think about, if you've ever been in a situation like that, think about what holding somebody down entailed. When I refer to things like that, I think about how I sacrificed my comfort. I sacrificed my well-being. I sacrificed my morals. I sacrificed the way I felt. All to uphold and encourage this person. So what I want to discuss today is, is it worth it? Or, if you think it is worth it, is the payoff so great that we just need to hold each other down till the wheels fall off? Stay tuned for more. Okay, so today's approach to our topic, struggle love, is going to be more of a girlfriend's type of talk. So imagine your homegirl texting you or calling you and telling you, girl, I met this new man. This man is everything that I want. He is a little mature, thuggish, ruggish. But he got that swagger to him, that knowledge to him. And it's just something about him that gets me going. And oh, did I mention he's about his green, baby? Naturally, when you hear this, it's like, okay, sis, you might have caught you one. We think about what people present to us on the surface as the entire package. When nine times out of ten, that surface version of who they are, it ain't real, baby. We all put on the pretense when we first meet somebody. So we need to look beyond that pretense and that exterior. And these people, I'm not going to just say men because women do it too. These people that have mastered the art of creating alternate versions of themselves they know how to trick you 
And then they get you in these situations where you wound up and bound up. And then hitting you with this, but don't you ride or die for me? Don't you care about me? But baby, I thought you loved me. And you sitting there like, I would never take this mess from nobody else. I know you've probably been there. I've been there. We grow. We learn from these situations. I think that they are necessary parts of relationships. But let's get back to our scenario. You talking to your homegirl, like I said, and she sends you this message or you on FaceTime or talking on the phone. How do you react? Okay, I'm going to respond as how I would react post-healing and now how I would react in the midst of healing. Or I'm sorry, pre-healing and post-healing. Right now, I would say, girl, are you 100% sure he's who he says he is? And he has what he says he has. Me, before, the healing would be like, girl, you better get him. And that's a catch. And do what you can to keep him. Yes. You know, from ratchet to righteous. We already know that's my story, so I was a little different. Now, each of these responses may or may not be appropriate for the individual that you encounter or somebody that you know encounters. Some men have it all together or most of the way together. Nobody is perfect, so that's why I say most of the way together. But often times before we meet our prince we kiss a few frogs those frogs they should teach us some lessons if we don't learn a lesson the first time around we kiss a few more so with this struggle of a lot of times you find a lot of toxicity to be frank um manipulation deceit a lot of back and forth aggression. It may be passive aggressive or it may just be straight up aggressive. Um, cheating on. Uh, and many other abusive tendencies. I mean people experience. So my question that I'm posing is. Is there really things that we should ride or die for? Honestly. Is it okay to ride or die through the cheating? Through the manipulation, through the lies, through the deceit, through the addictions. No, it's not. I'm telling you that from my experience and also telling you that from a place of Christian sisterly love. The Bible says that God is the example of how a man should treat you. God would never manipulate you. He would never teach you or tell you. To ride or die for him in any situation, regardless of him being right or wrong. It's not cool and it's not cute. Now, yes, we do fall victim to these types of situations. And we take toxic examples in our life or in the media as a portrayal of struggle love is good love. Struggle love is real love. We're going to discuss a 
popular media example of struggle love and dissect why it is or isn't appropriate. You guys might get me for this next part, but bear with me. See, see it through. See the vision. All right. Let's get into this struggle love movie analysis. Now, this movie is one of my favorites, but in my opinion, it is the epitome of what struggle love is. From preteens all the way up into adulthood, these two people struggled. One person was expected to take the struggle. I know you're probably like, what movie is she talking about? All right, y'all. I'm sure most people have seen this. If you have not, go watch it. Let me know what you think about it. It is love and basketball. I know, I know. It's a black household favorite. But it's the epitome of struggle love. From the beginning, Monica and Q have this toxic relationship. Monica moves onto the block as this tomboy that wants to hang out with the boys because she enjoys sports. Immediately, Q gets rough with her because he's trying to prove his manhood. That's what grown-up boys do, right? They try to prove their manhood. They display toxic masculinity. Q did that from the beginning. So that's point one, that toxic masculinity, the want or desire to be in control. Think about the instance where they were on their way to school and Q tells Monica, you got to ride on this bike with me. And they start fighting because she said, no, I don't. And it went from, I hate you, stupid, you ugly, and, you know, they fighting, controlling. She's expected to, he expected her to stay down for him through all of this behavior. And then got mad when she spoke up. Struggle love, ladies. Another dissection of their relationship as they got older was you could see that Quincy always felt something for Monica in my opinion um he cared for her even though she wasn't the ideal for what he wanted I think that he wanted to chase the honeys in high school but he knew that Monica was a good girl and I think that crush he had still was there he still was drawn to her and his response to her all along was to kind of drag her along as a friend but then when she did her little glow up for the dance he was all on her tail and it's like no baby when I was being me you weren't down for that but when I'm in an uncomfortable situation you're impressed he did not show affection or caring about her until she conformed to what other people felt that she should be. He never tried to get in her face when she had on her jersey and her basketball shorts. But as soon as she put that white dress on and them little curves were showing, he took a double take. So, that's the next point. Uncomfortableness. He desired her when she was uncomfortable. Why not want me when I'm in my vulnerable comfortable state 
a lot of times people are attracted to your discomfort and it may not even be intentional but you know that when somebody is uncomfortable they are more willing to respond to you and I'm bringing this point up in reference to the movie because I do feel as though Quincy took that as his moment granted I think he cared for her but once they got home and he took Monica's virginity he used this as an access point he wiggled his way in that night with the finesse and talking to her about the girl that he went on, um, Shauna Easton, that he went on a date with, um, how she didn't give it up. And then, you know, Monica is talking about how she was accidentally near her dating the balls. So these are things that he was working his way up to. He was landed on thick, whispering sweet nothings. And then he got what he wanted. Yeah. And they did eventually become a couple. But think about how the relationship went on, even in college. It was all about Q. Q wanted it to be about him. And like, when, for instance, when his parents were going through their divorce. Or he found out his dad was cheating. And he lost his mind. And he wanted Monica to stop her world and sacrifice her dreams because he was going through a tragedy. Now, I'm not saying she shouldn't have been empathetic to his situation, but he thought that her world was supposed to stop because his world was broken. And a lot of times in struggle relationships or struggle love, you see one person expecting the other to risk it all whenever because they're going through something and their world is crashing down. And that's not right. It's not fair. You have to be compassionate enough to care for your significant other. But then you also have to understand that they too are humans and they're processing their own emotions. So if I'm dating a guy, he's having an issue, but I'm celebrating a win or I'm going through something too. Yes, I'm going to respect you check in on you make sure you are emotionally mentally and spiritually okay but don't just dog me out and forget about my feelings or not celebrate my wins that's not fair that's toxic we have to support one another it should never be one-sided q acted one-sided a lot of times in the situation and then everything was on his terms once he got mad he threw a temper tantrum like a child he gets this new girl that he's dating a little side chick it didn't say that but it alluded to it and these things are things that happen in struggle love if you don't act accordingly or how i feel that you should then i'm gonna do something as a punishment or i'm gonna give you an ultimatum these toxic behaviors in struggle love number one is not okay but two when you are going through it a lot of times you have become so accustomed to it that's why i think for instance in monica's case it took her so long to say something, to get fed up. Because once she cared about this man. This was somebody that, you know, was her childhood sweetheart. But, you know, she realized enough was enough. She was still broken and torn up about it. And she winds up taking him back. But even the take back part was, I'm going to play you for it. And then he does this whole macho masculinity. I'm going to walk off and fake like 
I don't care. But, ooh, no, I'm going to turn around because, girl, I want you. Ego tripping. So, let's review. I know I was going off on a tangent. But, yeah, the toxic masculinity, the desire for control, the lack of reciprocation, the wanting your ego to be stroked at all times by any means necessary these are indicators of a unequally yoked relationship and i used love and basketball because i felt like this is something that everybody is able to relate to most people have seen the movie um, if you haven't seen it, go see it, check it out. It is a good movie. I'm not saying it's not, but that relationship has some flaws in it. So that is the example. So now I am going to go on and discuss how should we react in these situations? Should we stay down or should we ride out? Staying down. Or walking out which is appropriate and in what situation these decisions can be tough decisions especially in the midst of caring for somebody or in the midst of still loving someone everybody hits their rock bottom at different times and sometimes life forces you into a rock bottom what I mean by that is some people experience a situation where they are just ready and through. Other people go through things that force them away from that person. And they are not fully ready to withdraw. So you have to identify, number one, where you are in this struggle love situation. Are you at a state where you can just walk away and be done? Or are you in a situation where life has pushed you away or forced you to be done? Or you might enjoy the cycle and the riffraff. So if you are the type of person that is ready to go, you know the season is done the door is closed i'm out by any means necessary even if i gotta leave with one bag or just the clothes on my back i'm going to do that because my sanity my self-worth my peace of mind my self-love my relationship with everybody else around me with myself is more important than the toxicity that i am existing in then it's a lot easier to just walk away. I'm not saying it's still not difficult because it is. We still are human. We still have emotional attachments and ties to people. We create connections. But if you're in a situation where you are pulled away some type of way, you need to find a way to cope, number one. And my recommendation is closure is not coping. I'm going to repeat that again. Closure is not coping. A lot of times we trick ourselves into, I just want some closure. I just want to talk to him one more time. I just want to talk to her one more time. I just want to know why. Why would you do me like that? Baby, don't, don't, don't trick yourself like that. 
because people like that are experts experts phenomenal at reeling people back in if you call and say hey i just want to know why you thought that you had the nerve to do boom bop the bam they're gonna be like got him so don't even try it just seek within yourself whatever you need to tell yourself to move on if you need to tell yourself i hated the way that this person made me feel i didn't like the way this person talked to me i didn't like the way this person disregarded me i didn't like this per the way this person stayed out all night whatever it is that you have to tell yourself to keep pushing you need to remind yourself daily several times a day that you did not enjoy the crazy you didn't appreciate it. It didn't make you feel good. Yes, you may care about this person. But like Whitney Houston said, and I will always love you. I hope life treats you kind. But baby, we got, we got to separate. You can feel for somebody from a distance. You can wish them well and move on. For those of you that are in the riffraff and you like it, you crave it, you seek it. I urge you to sit down for a moment and hone in and pay attention to your spirit, to your inner self, to the Holy Spirit and be real. Do you really like this? Or are you seeking to fulfill something that you feel you lack or that you are missing? Very seldom does someone just enjoy toxicity, enjoy struggle. No, it's something deeper than that, baby. So dig deep. If you need to seek professional help, there's nothing wrong with it to figure out what you can do to break the cycle. I love you, babies. I don't want you to take this as a personal attack. This episode was not that. I have been everybody or every type of person in different situations and in the same situations. I've been the person that was done and ready to go. I've been the person that I know I should go. But I'm still attached and tied. And I've also been the, ooh, I like this riffraff. Let's do the tit for tat. Let's go back and forth. So I know what it's like to feel all three roles. But you have to find out how to exit stage left and keep your sanity. So I, I challenge you this week to put yourself first. Don't struggle in love to make it to the top there is somebody out there that will take you to the top and elevate with you from the get-go they're there baby keep your head up i love you thank you guys for tuning in to applying pressure brought to you by the final piece llc and until next week stay blessed be prosperous and remain humble Love yourself, love those around you, challenge yourself. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye.